So, did it live up to the hype? That's the one thing I had in my notes to ask, and uh, yes, 100% yes. Uh, it wasn't the best thing I watched, but it was very good. Um, but that's just because I'm, I'm very bochi-brained right now. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. bochi was like probably the most fun I had watching last season. But when I talk about bochi, we're talking about Chainsaw did, Man. Did Chainsaw Man live up to the... Like, I had... I think we established last time we spoke that I had fairly high expectations going into this and i i would say like yeah I, I think they were they were met for the most part um i have a couple like nitpicky things i guess i didn't like or stuff like that but on the whole on the whole i think yeah they did a great job with it so i got everything i wanted out of it i enjoyed it immensely and this is nothing against the anime itself, but it came out in a very strong, strong season. So, yeah. as much yeah. as I loved Chainsaw Man this season, I think there were better things that came out. And I didn't even watch Bochi, so I yeah. that's still something I have to get on top of and watch. So, like, this is me effectively comparing it to, like, albeit I gave Chainsaw Man a 10. Okay. Whereas I gave... That <laughs> uh, just came straight out of, like, it's a masterpiece. I... I'm not even giving it a master like a 10 to be a masterpiece, but it was perfect for me. That's mm-hmm. the reason I gave it a 10. Whereas I gave like Full Metal Alchemist a 10 because I think that's like an all timer. Um, um, I gave uh, Chainsaw Man was a 9.5 for me. Like I again, I had like a couple nitpicky, uh, overly pretentious like complaints about it that like I couldn't give it the full 10. I gave Bochi a 10 out of 10. Bochi was like. Chef's kiss, um, but again, we're not talking about Bochi. I gotta, I gotta wrangle myself in here and stop. I can't surprise Bochi episode in the middle of our yeah, Chainsaw right. Man episode. Guess what? Yeah, especially was... before you guys spoil something because I still have to finish that one. That's one of my. I lists. haven't even started no. it, dude. Don't yeah, worry. Well, I won't say anything. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Chainsaw Man very good, nine point five, nine point five, and it was a strong season because I feel like Gundam's probably gonna be nine for me. Um, yeah, as I said, Bochi was a ten. Like it was the most. Most I enjoyed anything the past yeah. year, I think. There's a lot of a lot of good stuff. Like I was even mentioning before we started recording, like Blue Lock, uh, the season of My Hero that's coming out right now is also very good. Like you said, Gundam and Urusei Yatsura is also been a lot of fun. But this episode's not about the rest of the season. Because it's Chainsaw Man 2. Chainsaw Man Dose. Chainsaw Man Chainsaw Man Knee. I mean, like, I think the the greatest thing to just ask is the anime only. What did you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm I, I'm eager to hear Donut's thoughts as the the non manga reader in the, the mm-hmm. chat right now. Yeah, I was super into it. Uh, I really the art style was a little shaky, but I kind of liked how gritty it was. It really made you focus more on the storyline. There's some moments in there that I would say were some of the best things I've ever seen in an in an anime just like a little like two second bit i think about daily almost now at this point and then uh i guess i give an example for it because we're doing spoilers in this right yeah we can go yeah oh yeah show spoilers yeah so when they the the one thing i will always probably think about with chainsaw man is when they they come power and denji come up with that plan to 
beat the old man. And they are like, we're so smart. And then the next scene, they're both wearing glasses and tucked yeah. in button shirts. <laughs> that is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That was that put me through the roof. Also, That's... it's just such a it's such 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 a subtle like I mean it's obviously like not in your face about it, but it's just like also they're wearing glasses. Like I told a couple, I was watching it alongside with a few guys at work. Yeah, and like they're, I was like, "Did you guys see this?" And they're like, "No, I didn't even see that." I was like, "Yeah, I know. It's amazing." That was one of my like nitpicky complaints was just some of the translation choices, and I think partially it's because like having read the manga, like Viz's translation of the manga has really been fantastic. So I think part of that kind of like colored my lens with the Crunchyroll. Um, uh, translation just because I, there are some things I loved so much about Viz's translation that when um, when Crunchyroll kind of zagged on some choices I it sort of didn't jive with me and one of the things was um, in the manga that scene where they've got the glasses and they're waiting for Kishibe to show up um, they translated it as Operation Super Smart which I absolutely adored and when they kind of went I can't even remember what it was it was like the grand battle of wits battle plan or something in crunchy rolls and it, it was just kind of like it felt like i'd slipped into like a twilight zone or i was like oh like oh that doesn't feel right <laughs> why isn't it operation super smart <laughs> yeah i just yeah. love that during operation super smart like the first thing that happens is they get the glasses like smacked off their face yeah <laughs> yeah not literally but holy smokes you're like yeah we're gonna get this guy and then he's like yeah, that was an okay plan, but I'm gonna kick your ass anyway. So good luck. Like he was just like, well, you, you get better, but you still know that smart. But it it was as much as Chainsaw Man kind of misses some of the tropes. They they definitely come around on them just a little bit. And that almost felt satire of uh, like a little bit of satire of I uh, you're you're getting stronger, but I'm still the strong. Like I I'm just stronger because I'm stronger. Yeah, maybe I'm reaching a little bit no, here, no, but it felt I, like a shonen rip. Yeah, it's like okay, like they're they just like they made fun of it. It's like okay, yeah. like your main character is not the one who's strongest, so we're just gonna beat the snot out of them. Well, and and like I said in our like our initial uh, talk, like prior to the show airing, like Denji, I feel like really is kind of a, sort of a subversion of your typical shonen protagonist. So I think like that's an entirely valid read on it that. Like Fujimoto does kind of set up these sort of typical battle shonen kind of scenarios and then kind of just go in a different direction with them. Like, yeah. for instance, yeah. like as yeah. you were saying, um, oh, you'd think like they decide to realize, oh, we've got an edge on this guy in this respect. So you, you normally in like a shonen, you'd expect, oh, yeah, they're going to outsmart him and they'll win. And no, they just get their asses handed to them once again because they just suck. And uh, that's why I really enjoy that about it. Yeah. Yeah, they there's been a, there were a few of those. Uh, I think about it because even when they get out of the elevator, or Denji gets out of the elevator alone with Katana Man, and he says something along the lines of, "If you beg for your life, I can't remember exactly what it was, oh, but wait, it's, if wait. you beg for your life, then I can't remember. It's like I think they said they'll make it quick. I think or like was, no, I I think I remember like the whole thing. It was like he gets out of the elevator. Katana Man says like he killed." all these men who got turned into zombies, don't you feel like any remorse, blah, blah, like feel bad or like that kind of like, yeah, super paraphrasing, but kind of like that. And then he's just like, nah, not really, bro. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, 
it, it subverts like what you'd expect the main character to do because you so often expect the main character be, to to kind of step back and reflect and Denji Denji doesn't have the brain power to reflect. I yeah, he so, he just he's just no, I don't yeah, feel bad. He and does Nora, not have noble goals. He wants to yeah. like hug a girl, touch some tits, eat good food. Like Yeah. Think- and on top of that, like sorry, I just want to finish up kind of the the point I was making on that. It's just you almost never they they constantly put Denji in these situations. But the nice part is is Denji's very consistent in that regard. Like like you were saying, Ian, like he has no noble goals. He's not interested. He doesn't care. He's like, I want to eat especially even starting the show, it's like I want to eat jam. Instead of just plain bread. And so they give him these opportunities like, oh, you can improve here, Denji, you can improve here. And in some regards he does. Yeah. Like, especially when he's living with like Aki, then it's just okay, he kinda makes himself like a little more rounded as like a, a well, and I think household, I guess. But then they just subvert it again. He's like, No, nah, I don't feel bad and they get into this big stupid not big stupid fight, but a big fight. Yeah, and I do enjoy like they they give you the the notion of what the growth is going to be because like you get like when um, best girl Jimeno, um bites it and he's in the hospital, you get that moment of re- reflection where he's like, wait a second, like shouldn't I feel sad? Like why don't I feel anything? Yeah, yeah. And it's like Denji like more framing himself with regards to his relationships with other people, whereas previously it was just him and Pochita and he kind of just vibe now he's kind of more understanding like, wait a second this person was my friend and he's kind of more keeping in mind the way that he relates and connects to other people and it's that's like real that's really like the main growth that he has as a character is kind of relating to other people and i think like you know they're introducing that they're teasing that it's not like crazy this season as far as like the growth goes but like they put the seeds there and they they kind of show you where they're going with them yeah, yeah. It's very similar to how they present power. Wait, it's just while we still like, talking about power. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like one way I can compare Denji to is comparing him to other uh, shonen protagonists, especially two that stick to my mind as Deku and uh, what's that guy from Demon Slayer? Tanjiro. Yeah, Tanjiro. Right, like Tanjiro. Like, you can imagine Tanjiro in that scene when he comes out of the elevator when they're like, don't you feel bad killing all those zombies? Tanjiro break down crying, being like, of course I feel bad or some shit like that, right? And, like, yeah. it's kind of, like, the same way, like, where we say, like, Deji has, doesn't have noble goals, right? Example, when Power's like, we must go save my cat or some shit like that, and Deji just like, why? Yeah, if it was a dog, I could get it. Like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. cat. No, it's like I let you touch my boobs. We're gonna go save this cat. Yeah, that that was the moment that I was like, Denji is officially my favorite protagonist. Like, that's just I like that he doesn't have noble goals, and I I think it's a lot more relatable. Not like my life goal is to go touch boobs, but like, as in like this guy's keeping it really simple, and like you know. It's it's a far more realistic per, like portrayal yeah. of what a sixteen year old shonen protagonist would be like, as opposed it, to like all these other exactly ones that have like it. extremely like rigid moral codes that they like have to adhere to and stuff. Yeah, like, as like, a sixteen year old nerd, that's the 
kind of goals I had as a 16 year I'd save somebody's cat touch boobs at 16. Fuck it. 100%. And, like, 100%. like if you think about it, especially because Uchi was mentioning Deku, Deku has this, like, goal, like, the most noble goal you could have in his, his series. I know it's not fair to really compare to Deku because Deku's supposed to be the superhero, but he's like, I'm going to be the number one hero and I'm going to save as many people as I can. Denji, like occasionally rolls over and sees someone like in the area that he's fighting he's like get out of here like what are you doing that's the most you get out of him except those like reflection scenes where he's just "Ah, i should care i should maybe like grow more towards these people i think like it it makes it interesting because of the fact that denji never had anyone before those moments right like mm-hmm. after his dad died, it was just him and uh, Pochito for like forever, right? He never had friends or quote unquote family. So like those moments where he's like, should I, should I feel sad? It's like you had no one to like close to you, so like you can't get it, right? Why he's not like sad or like hurting in that moment? Yeah, they definitely. Like, it, it's definitely slow growth, too. Like, there's no, absolutely no way that Denji's making, like, these huge strides. And I wasn't expecting him to make these huge strides, like, this season, but no, even the small ones were, were like, kind of nice. It's like, they get, they dedicated enough time to it that it wasn't kind of, like, disingenuous, especially because his, he starts as such a kind of, like, I'm trying to find a good way to phrase it. Like, he doesn't start off as someone who puts a lot of thought into anything. So him, And then... But his heart's not full. It is, but it's not... It's not. He's not a himbo. He's just a dumbass. See, I think the... I think, like, one way you could look at it is he, he starts the season out kicking somebody in the nuts because he disagrees with them and he wants to kick somebody in the nuts. And yeah. by the end of the show, he's kicking somebody in the nuts for somebody else and doing with it. With the guy he was kicking in the nuts. Correct, yeah. And I think that's kind of like the quintessential, like, oh, what's what's Denji's character of this season? Well, he goes from, like, you know, kicking a guy in the nuts because he doesn't like him to kicking a, kicking a guy in the nuts for somebody else. Like, he's still the same person, but he's a bit more aware of, you know, um, other people and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, full circle, and I love that. I love yeah, a good oh, full great. circle full circle moment. Because I'll just like sitting there like just patting myself on the back, like, man, this is great. And like Mappa, like when they kind of animated it, like they really leaned into that full circle aspect. Like the, the show starts with Denji's dream of the door. It ends with Denji's dream of the door. Yeah. Um, they bookended a lot of the Yaki Himeno stuff with literally the same scene from two different points of view. So they, they bookended that and it starts with the cigarette and then it goes back to the cigarette. And so I, you know, them leaning into the whole nut kicking to nut kicking thing. I, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say it's intentional because it's, it's like that in the manga as well, but there was certainly a lot of other full circle stuff that they were leaning into quite heavily. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. And the full circle stuff is really nice too. Cause it really sets, it's a very easy way to set the tone that you want in that, or not even set the tone that you want, but set like, like it lets you, I guess send things home that you really want like your audience to retain, especially the Himeno Aki thing in a 12 episode arc. Like you're realistically not going to get a lot of time in for Himeno 
Because she appeared in what episode four like, and then died um, in episode like eight or nine. Something yeah, it like was, that. She was only in three or four episodes. She briefly yeah. appeared in episode four, I think. Uh, five, six, seven was the hotel and the drinking party, and then she bites it in episode eight. Yeah, yeah. So she realistically only gets a very small amount of screen time. And I think Compared one to, like thing, other though... main characters. Sorry, I just want to finish kind of. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm working my way through into this point, but this short amount of screen time gets kind of overlooked in that the screen time Humano gets is very high, good quality. And it really drives home the point from Aki's point of view of how he saw Humano and that he, even though he comes off as cold, like very, very cold and very, very one dimensional that he is also a deep character who cared for Humano and cares for, I guess, dingy and power that's kind of like aside from what I was really getting at with that same scenes kind of thing from different point of views. But despite how little time like Jimeno gets on the actual screen, it's really driven home how much the characters care about. Yeah. Just because they keep bringing that same point in. Like, yeah, you saw it once from Jimeno's point of view, but you know what? Aki was also there. He was also happy in that moment and they shared something special, etc. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that, Mappa really kind of understood that uh, Himeno, despite her brief screen time and her brief presence, is really the like emotional core of what's going to be the first season. Um, yeah. Like between her relationship with Denji and her relationship with Aki, and you know, you, we get like so many scenes where we get it from one person's point of view, and then we get the same thing from Himeno's point of view. Like we get that with. Uh, Denji being back at her place, we get her, you know, coming over to him on the bed from his point of view. And then the next episode, we get that entire thing again from her point of view. Mm-hmm. And we get that with her dying during the attack at the ramen restaurant, where we get the end of the episode. It's seen from Aki's point of view. And then the start mm-hmm. of the next episode, we get it from Jimeno's point of view. And it's, I think that kind of drives home that a lot of this is about like the way that these characters view each other and kind of really emphasizing that point i thought it was just a fantastic um like editorial decision on mappa's part oh 100 mappa did a really good job of bringing through the the source material and it, yeah. like elevating it too and I, I like a lot of like what i could probably rant about would ultimately be like the aki himeno relationship just because they took a lot of like creative decisions with it that i absolutely adored um that I could just like, like and I kind of like would go off on Twitter occasionally about this where I would <laughs> I'd like pick up on one thing that they did and then watch the scene back and watch it back again and look at it compared to the manga and go back to the scene and like they've just like, I was just head over heels for like a lot of the stuff that they were doing with that relationship oh yeah yeah and like especially like I know I, I've already gushed about it a little bit but like with how little screen time and even in the manga, like, Himeno isn't really around for a long time, but it just really boils down to, like, making that time count. Yeah. And I think that's Go the ahead. important thing about, like, the fact that it was only 12 episodes long, right? Because, like, I remember we did talk about this in the part one, where, like, it's 12 episodes, where they're going to end the arc, and, like, where they're going to cut off the story, right? And I think at the time I mentioned, like, I... I don't think I said that it was going to end at the Katalaman arc, just because, you know, spoilers for, like, before the show started. But I was like, it's going to end at a certain 
point and i was like hoping it's gonna be katana man because i believe like a lot of like really big stuff would happen and like that's the creative way like they did it that like how well this has been adapted right this like it's so well it was just so well executed like you guys are very gushed on and on about Aki and Himeno, so i don't need to touch about that right like I also wanted to like speak about like the fact that Himeno is technically Denji's first friend, right? So like she also played like quite an important role for that. And then like <laughs> so yeah, like Mappa did do an amazing job, like from like the animation, the visuals, the music, the sounds, like just the sound of chainsaws have like just been permanently imprinted into my mind now. Yeah, they did like a really good job kind of um, understanding things that the animation medium could do differently that you can't do in a manga. Like I kind of touched on this um, when the train attack um, happened, where in the manga you don't have the the audio component. You have to yeah. read the page. So they uh, Fujimoto has to show you a bag being unzipped and he has to show you the people taking a gun out of the bag so you can understand what's happening. But Mappa's like, well, no, we've got audio. So I loved the way that they changed it and they kept, like, all of that off screen and they let the audio component that, like, Fujimoto didn't have with the manga do all that storytelling. So you get visually, it's all just, like, Makima and the other person sitting on the train, but you can hear a bag being unzipped and you can kind of, like, hear metal rattling around and it sort of, like, lets your mind kind of go, okay, what's happening? Like, yeah. where you can kind of gather what's happening. You don't need to see it. They can just, like, let you hear it. And then you have the little guns peek into the frame and cap everybody. And I thought it just, like, vastly improved on the source material. I think the one thing I liked about that scene the most, too, is that it, they, they like like you said they intentionally did it and it basically goes like cuts to black you hear the noise and it cuts back and like they made a, they did the wide shot of the train so before it cuts to black they had everybody sitting up and like, like it's a normal train ride and then it cuts to black everyone's head is down and you heard all those noises and you're like oh no and yeah. then things like pop off yeah the tension in the scene was so much higher than it would have been yeah. had we had they done it one for one and like shown you the gun and shown you yeah. the bag like just keeping yeah. it all off screen worked so much better especially uh, oh sorry go ahead well i was just gonna kind of talk about the flip side of that but you know that's we can get to that oh that was, yeah i was just was gonna the make... longest week that was the longest week i had waiting for an episode to come out <laughs> uh, like after yeah. that happens yeah, it was that was that was rough, and like it was everybody was just dead silent about it at work, and then like I got in here and I started chatting about it. I was like, "This is nuts!" It's kind of like uh, it had that vibe that the end of Endgame had, or not whatever Infinity the first War. one is, Infinity oh, War. Yeah, because uh, I had never watched those until like middle of last year, and. I was like, if this would have been the end of the Marvel com Marvel movies, this would be the most bone chilling thing ever. And this was like the same. I had the same vibe. I was just like this. I was like, I'm just sitting there mouth open, staring at my screen. And like. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I was like, what? What the hell? This is nuts. Oh, yeah. It, like I'm. As a manga reader, I kind of knew what was coming, but I still just kind of tried to take the show in stride for kind of what it was. So I I didn't get quite that reaction. I was like, I'd forgotten a lot of the earlier parts of the manga, and I was like, I completely forgot about the 
I remember there was the attack, but I didn't remember the details. Like, oh boy. I think, like, as a manga reader now, like, we know what's happening, you know what's all coming to it, right? But it kind of gives us mm-hmm. a sense of, like, appreciation, because now we can, like, just yeah. enjoy the detail more, right? Because, like, the like the first time you watch it, or, like, if you don't know what's going to happen, it's just kind of, like, what the f- just happened, right? But because we know, like, they're all just about to be shot, like, the tension building, you can then pick up on the stuff, like, hey, they don't show the guns, you hear the bag zipping, you hear the metal clicking out, you're like, oh... This is really well executed, right? It's kind of like when they're sitting inside the restaurant, right? Like, I can imagine Donut's tension when like, they're all sitting in the restaurant and Kantana Man's just there talking shit to Deji, being like, do you have any remorse? Do you not care about what you did? In the-? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's about to pop off, right? <laughs> like, for other people, just be like, what the fuck just happened, you know? But you can, you can sense the tension. I knew that something was going to happen. I... Either it's just a general knowledge of, like, how how animation builds pressure, like, builds that tension up to the point where it's going to hit a boiling point, or if it's just, like, an, a basic animal instinct. Like, as soon as I heard the distinctive click of, the distinctive click of a gun, I was like, uh-oh, this is going to get wild. And I think a lot of what helped as well is, like, you get, in this case, like, Kensuke Ushio's score and yeah. a lot of the times that contributes vastly to mm-hmm. um because he did a fantastic i remember saying like one of the things i was excited for was hearing what kensuke Yoshio was going to do with the sound design or this not the sound design but the uh, the soundtrack um and like there was like moments where he'd kind of work like a little bit of infrasound in something and you'd get those like low frequency notes that kind of just make you feel uneasy it, and I, I think that contributed really well to a lot of like the tone in certain scenes I I think the really interesting part, too, is kind of the inverse we got with it, where they also knew when not to put in sound. Like, the sound engineering itself was flat out fantastic. Like, I, I'm considering kind of the what came after that train attack scene, and it was Makima exacting revenge, which uh, basically yeah. led yeah. us into, like, it was, first of all, it showed us just how powerful Makima is, because... We they they effectively annihilated the entirety of the special division. You assumed all of these devils and devil hunters and like the, everyone against them is going to be these powerful, powerful characters because they beat the life life out of our main like main team. But then Maki was like, "Yeah, anyway, uh, I'm just going to exchange their lives one for one with random prisoners and kill them from miles away." I've, I've... And like in that whole scene, if I remember right, like there was. Very little audio, if not no audio, outside of the sound effects of her walking and the bodies collapsing and like saying their names. I think so. One of my favorite moments of that scene, right? Because I don't remember there was like any like OST or any background music at all, right? It's just like it's her walking, it's her being like, "Can you get me a clean shirt?" It's 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 very coy, or not coy, but like very downplayed i suppose just just as a brief aside quickly while we're talking about it one of the, like the added bits that they created like for the anime that i absolutely adored was that scene of makima tucking her shirt in right yeah. before she goes out to like to crush the... all these people <laughs> my favorite part about that is so like we i watched that and I'd also just like blown away because one that's amazing that is an amazing way to just take out people 
But then, like, yeah. I'm talking to people about it. I'm like, yeah, I was like, she's in Kyoto. They're in Tokyo. That's 200. That's like 280 miles. We looked it up. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, yeah, we got to know how, like, or I guess for you weirdos, 449 kilometers. But still, <laughs> like, that's a huge distance. Like, I'm kind of blown away. Like, that's so cool. So I'm also rewatching. I pulled up the scene real quick because it's only about a minute long. But they do actually have audio in it. But it's just like what Ian was mentioning, that like kind of low, like baritone, kind of just like consistent, like rumbling. It sounds like a horror movie. It, it is a horror is, movie. Well, and that's just it. That brings us all the way back around to how much uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto loves like horror movies. They were or like movies. action movies and yeah. not horror movies, but like just American like film. The whole OP is littered with references to like a, like major American movies, and this just seems like it's pulled the same way. It sounds like the because I'm thinking of a little bit of Dead by Daylight. It sounds like when you're being chased by the killer, or when the killer's arrived on scene in a movie, and it's like, oh, okay, like things are happening now, and just like. People just literally start popping and exploding in front of people's eyes. Nobody knows what's going on except the viewers. See, and th- this so- is kind of though. This is one of as I was kind of saying earlier. Um, I liked that they could do some things with audiovisual media that like you can't do with yep. the manga. But the inverse of that is, I there are some aspects of the manga that I like better because you don't have those extra components. And I think this yeah. kind of touches on that because. I really enjoy it that the manga is very like the tone and how lines are delivered. It's a lot more ambiguous in that you kind of decide in your head when you read something for the most part, like how it's going to be presented and in what, like how you view it. Yeah. Um, when you've got like ominous music and you've got kind of creepy sound design, it's a lot more obvious, like, you know, Oh, I should find this disturbing. I should find this like, I should maybe be a little off put by Makima. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think like one of the advantages that Fujimoto has with the manga is like how you view Makima is like very dependent on like what your immediate impression of her is. And like, um, whereas in an audiovisual medium, they have other things going on with like her line deliveries are set in a different way. Like, you know, she reads the lines, how she reads the line. It's not like you can't don't have that freedom of interpretation, which is just one thing I, I preferred about the manga, but not that I, I really detract from the season as a whole. It was still very enjoyable. I think with Makima's like character as well, uh, I think they did a good job of kind of slowing down her voice lines, I guess. Yes, that, yeah, she's, not slowing down, but like the no, she's very calm and calm and she's, rational presentation. It's also like calculated. Like there's intentionally like Denji will say the first thing that comes to his mind and respond immediately, which is kind of the norm in terms of how you'd have a conversation. But when you listen to Makima talk, there's a brief pause. She mm-hmm. takes a like a quarter second, like a half second to just think about what she's going to say, and then she says what seems like she needs to say to get what she needs done. Yeah. In that she Especially, like, the difference between her in the scene we were just mentioning in Kyoto versus when she's with Denji is she's always... You never expect her to say what you want her to say. Like, especially early in the show where Denji asks her what her type is. I remember, right, she slows down, she stops. She's like, my type is the Denji type. 
and Denji's in a world like it's just she said exactly what she needed to say to him nobody expected like I guess not nobody but I didn't expect her to say anything positive towards Denji like that because the show also tells you to not think highly of Denji because Denji doesn't think highly of Denji but I think Makima realizes that that's all she's got to do to kind of keep him in check especially because he's a fiend so not not quite to the same level as like power but is denji a fiend no he's think, not no he's isn't human. he technically a fiend he, because no he he's a hybrid oh no it's, it's different he's hybrid. It is, oh yeah because it's you make your contract and then yeah because a fiend is also like a you fiend are fiend is like a dead body that gets possessed by a devil yeah there we go that's where i was missing the it's not a huge difference, yeah. but it is still pretty notable. Whereas, yeah, um, Pochita, Denji's a hybrid because Pochita fused Pochita's own devil body with Denji's own to bring him back to life. Yeah. Pochita did not possess Denji's body. Yeah, whereas power is possessed by the blood devil. Correct. And it's just a body that the blood devil sees. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he still, they still show a lot of the overlap between, and there's, or not the overlap, but they, they make a point to highlight the kind of insecurities humans have in regards to hybrids in that they also regard them very similar to fiends. Denji gets the same treatment as power. Well, uh, like, but because at the time, the only hybrid they knew, there were no hybrids before Denji that they knew of, right? Because they didn't know Katalaman existed. So that's why they're always like, are you human? Are you devil? They just didn't know what the fuck Denji was. Because they're like, yeah. I don't think you're a fiend. Because, like, like, if he died, they'll be like, well, it's not good Denji. He's Poshita or Chainsaw Devil, whatever it would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's not the human anymore. Because, yeah, there's. Because I. Th- Actually, I'm, no, I can't say anything there. We, I had to be careful. Um, we, we can't say anything, though. I gotta stay stay within our first twelve episodes, but they, yeah, they still show their concern for I guess Denji being uh, a hybrid. They're like, well, you're still part devil. Like, what is going on here? So, I think yeah. that's where I got a little mixed, but all the same. I think it's because like I don't remember who said it. it's like if he escaped and decided to wreck shit, he would wreck shit. Oh yeah, it's kind of like the same way he wrecked shit when he was fighting the bad devil. Oh god, yeah. Like I know this is like no, this is important, but I love how much destruction just happens in like Japan whenever dev- like powerful devils show up. Yeah, so much gets destroyed. Yeah, the fight animation was really fantastic. I I enjoyed them all immensely. A favorite fight was the Eternity Devil. That was my favorite one. Oh, that, that was a cool nuts. one. Is, I love that. That whole arc, that mini arc, was so much fun. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that was really good. And I love that the the whole time that they're talking about uh, in order to stay in the what is it, the public devil safety or whatever it is. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, to stay in that group, you have to be a little bit insane. And like, uh, what's her name? Is the the rookie chick Cabene or Cabeno? Somebody, you guys can cast. One of you is gonna have to say Cabeni. Kobeni. So she uh I want to mix her name up with Jimenez for whatever reason. But she the only reason she stuck around is because by the end of it she's also crazy now. Like she just like snapped. And that was really cool. 
and it's just like man just everybody that whole we gotta we gotta kill denji blah 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 like that was just like this is such a good it's such a that was such a good little like thing before we get into the absolute wildness that was the last like four yeah. episodes oh yeah and the the fun part about that too is they like weren't stronger than the uh eternity devil i wanted to say infinity but i think eternity that's, is uh, eternity. Eternity. yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. like the eternity devil they weren't stronger than it they literally like coaxed it to showing itself and then denji just smacked it around literally until it gave up three days days. like like literally three full days they just sat there and let denji smack the hell out of this thing it was ridiculous and the only reason he made it is because he was eating the devil flesh as he was doing it yeah to regenerate which i was like this is i was like this is like that kind of that kind of stuff chef's kiss i'm super into it they they grew Denji's like abilities like progressively with that because that wasn't his like in my opinion it wasn't him like being strong it was just him being stubborn. Just him being so Denji. it's like okay, yeah he's he's Denji he's just gonna power through. So he just does it and they're like okay well this is Gar like Aki is like this is stupid we can't have you going to fights fighting for three full days like that. And so they're like okay you need training and then he trains and then he gets his ass kicked and then. Then he goes around and he gets his his win against Katana Man. Like there's a, it's kind of nice that it's not just like a constant like arc of power. It's up down up down. I think it's not like he like the typical shonen thing where he you know gets like oh he can go Super Saiyan now or anything like that. For the most part, it's stuff he could always do. He just didn't necessarily know to do it or think yeah. to do it. Yeah, because yeah. like I think when he was fighting Katana Man, right? Uh, I don't remember the exact way he said it, but it was like the thing was like you're just aiming for my head. You weren't paying attention. And then oh yeah, you weren't looking at my yeah because the only chainsaw he had out was on his head, and then they like cut to his leg with a chainsaw, and he has split Katana Man in half. Yeah, and he's just like my god, this is so amazing. Yeah, that was great. I forgot about that completely. So when he did it, I'm like, oh yeah, because like they break the the chainsaw on his head, and it's just. Oh yeah, he can just make more. Like that's not his final form by any stretch. Like he's far more than just two chainsaws on his like arms. He's like, okay, like he there's more to the chainsaw man himself. Which was like a nice little tidbit at the end of season two. To be like, hey, there's progress to be had, like not just in Denji as a character, but in Chainsaw Man. Yeah. We've done a lot of well, gushing. We've done a lot of gushing. We haven't even talked about like the OP or the EDs yet, really. Yeah. <laughs> OP, OP, just, oh my God. OP came into my Spotify wrapped as my top song of the year because I listened to it 148 times. God. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I slapped that song on repeat and just went to town. I was like, I like the bass riff and that's song is so incredibly good and like that's the easiest way to sell me on a song like as a small aside uh the drummer i hope this is not how anybody has to find out about this but it probably will be the drummer from modest mouse passed away and they were like a very pivotal part of my youth no i know i'm dude i cried i was so upset but part of the reason i love modest mouse so much is those 
strong baselines. Yeah. So I'm not shocked that when Kickback came out with this like incredibly crunchy and deep baseline, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be my whole personality now. <laughs> for for me, the OP, it's not even the music. I guess it's the the visuals, the the references, like how. There's so much. There's so many like little treats that are just put in there for like manga readers and stuff like that. It's I really enjoy that. It's nothing's yeah. like that's overtly a spoiler, but like certainly the references where it's just like pointing Leo, where you're like ah, like. Yeah, I think that's the thing with like every single anime OP that's really well put together. It's like it's just chock full of spoilers, but if you don't know what's going to happen, you just they're like, this just looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The EDs they, were all great as well. Yeah, favorite they're EDs. definitely. I'm not gonna rank the EDs. No, I, I don't. No rank. I just want your favorite one. My favorite one was the power one. The power oh, one was really good. power one was really good. I, I like the I, last I was, one. Last one, I enjoyed the visuals in that one a lot. Like any all the EDs that kind of had like Hayakawa family stuff in it, like I yeah. really enjoyed. Um, I think my favorite might have been the uh, uh, all sorts of kisses, the Anno song at mm. the end of the drinking party, just because it's I I enjoy Anno as a singer, as a performer, and then like and you add like the retro visuals into it, and it's like it's so up my alley. Anno's so I think I love her music. One of my favorites is still going to be Chainsaw Blood. It's a catchy like song. Like the first one. It's a catchy song. And it really, again, it subverts your expectations for what the show is going to be. Because it's like, it sounds like a, like an 80s, I'm watching like the 80s Gundam right now. And so this one reminds me of kind of like the music that like older anime would use. It's like, oh, Chainsaw Man. Like, like, I know I can't understand the words, but it really gives you that like vibe of like, Denji's going to be your hero. Yeah. But Denji's just some fucking annoying, snot-sniffing 16-year-old kid. And I love him. But, like, he's not the hero that even that ED kind of insinuates that he's going to be. Like, he's not a superhero. He's just some guy with powers who wants to make use of them effectively for work. So, um, I think another ED that just really captured kind of, like, the insane vibes of the show... Uh, really well was the third one uh, by Maximum the Hormone uh, uh, Hawatari Nikusenti, which was just like the insane, like thrash, not thrash metal, yeah. but like just like complete chaos, completely aggressive. It's what Maximum the Hormone does. Like I've listened to a bunch of their music and like, yeah, they're just like, okay, like they're, I feel like they're like Japanese thrash metal, not like quite thrash, but they have that thrash kind of vibe to it. But they also lean in with that like heavy, heavy bass line. Like I'm kind of listening to it right now. But yeah, it's like this kind of like crazy kind of vibe to that one where it's just like it's all red. It looks like it's going to be gory. They show Denji's like big smile and the music is like this low chorus kind of thing with like heavy metal in the background. Like it's some really yeah, cool visuals too. Yeah, like the uh, um, the use of like Makima it portrayed like the Virgin Mary. It's just... What? Oh, I, I didn't have a thought beyond that. I just kind of okay. stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry. I just didn't say anything because I was messaging Uchi, but now I'm just going to ask him flat out on the podcast to put some of the music that we're talking about in the background if you can. I know. So much work. And also, <laughs> <laughs> DMA strike. I'm not about to do that. 
I'm not gonna look if you don't want to do it. I'm not gonna fight you. You're doing all the editing this year, so you do whatever you want to do, dude. Like, no, what people are going to do is they want to listen to this music is go watch all Chainsaw Man. That's that's yeah. exactly right, and you got to watch right. every episode straight through to the end so you can hear the songs we're talking about. Yeah, I uh, I had my coworker who I like suggested this to as it was kind of, like I worked with him pretty much like the first eight weeks of this coming out, maybe not quite, maybe six weeks. Um. And then we kind of got moved around. I didn't see him. Uh, like the whole time, I was like, every Tuesday at lunch, I'd be like, "Oh, Chainsaw Time," because I got the manga and I got the, the the episode. And so he messages me like last week between like Christmas and New Year's, and he's like, "I started Chainsaw Man," and I'm just like, "Oh shit!" Because he was basically just waiting for it to end. Yeah. But he's like, "Yeah, dude, I got really drunk and I binged all the way up to episode nine. I'm like, "Yeah, buddy," like. This stuff is so good. And he, like, I think he finished it recently. He's like, yeah, man, that was incredibly good. I was like, that's what I thought. We listened to Jordo's recommendations because they're good. I feel like... Go um, that far. I'm so excited for when season two comes out because I know it's not been announced yet, but I feel like everyone expects season two to happen, right? When it eventually happens, just to see everyone's reactions when we start hitting the stuff where I truly consider Chainsaw Man yeah. really different. Yeah. It- and that's like, and I, I know like it's probably like the end scene of the last episode is probably like, I know like I have one friend that did not read the manga and watched the anime and was like, yeah, I got I get the sense that character's probably important, but yeah. uh, I didn't know who they were. It's like, oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think like Mappa got, the, I said earlier that Mappa really got that Himeno is like the emotional core of season one. I think Mappa understands even better that like the emotional core of season two is going to be Reze, and I'm really, 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 really excited to see what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. So good. Yeah, don't stress it. I don't know yeah. what you guys are talking about. You don't, don't worry about it. Sorry. Exactly. Uh, I will say though that that is kind of probably one of the shortcomings that like such a short core probably had is that a lot of the characters kind of got lost in the mix. Like Coben, like like I'm I'm thinking like um, no because uh, I didn't mind it. I didn't really mind it to be honest. Hold up, manga readers, it's not for you. Oh, okay, fair. I'm no. thinking for people because like we as manga readers definitely got more exposure to these characters. <laughs> but, <laughs> like like donut, I'm not sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna at you super hard. But I had the same issue when I was first like reading the manga. I'm like, who the hell's Kobeni? and who the hell's like yeah. Himeno, like the first time, because you're exposed to so many characters that you have to know so quickly. Well, oh, they definitely kinda... do a character dump, which always gets mm-hmm. on my nerves in an anime. It's tough to follow, like especially like because we are all in North America, so like Japanese names are not as common to us as like a Japanese person. Obviously, not quite a hot take by any stretch, but. Okay, like you're learning first of all a name you're not familiar with at all, and like flat out a bunch of names at once. Yeah, I was saying. Can you give them Americanized names, please? Because Amer- I want to well, see. I'm thinking like Karen. When, when I think Americanized <laughs> names, I think like biblical names, like like this is <laughs> Makima is now Mary. Mary. Yeah, uh... Makima is Mary. Denji is Daniel. No. Oh God. Is that the name? Hey, that Aki they is use? Alex. See, I can do this shit. It's really annoying. I hate wait, it. Wait, wait. What's the meme that they use in Chainsaw Man celebrate for Denji? I think they call him Darren. Darren. Yeah. But I, anyway, I couldn't tell you. Anyway, but like, 
the, yeah, that's my just, point. That's my... I feel like with Kavena, oh, if I remember right, don't add me. I feel like she's explored more in post Katana Man. Yeah. Yes. So that's I mean, the handy thing. Like, but that's also getting out of the scope that we have yeah. currently, right? See, they do dump like a bunch of kind of random characters on you pretty early in the season. But the nice thing is, after like episode eight, most of them are dead. So you don't have to <laughs> yeah, you're right. I <laughs> really dodged a bullet there. Yeah, yeah, no, she's dead. Kimeno, she's dead. Yeah, I don't have to worry about them. I'm so Benny, so going like... sicko mode. <laughs> I'm super bad with names. There's guys I've worked with for for like years that I can't remember their names unless I see it in writing, and I could be like, "Oh, I know who that is." But like, yeah, I was in the ballpark, and there's animes that I liked that are way trashier that I don't remember the names of that are like, "Oh, I don't remember these people's names." That I've watched multiple times, but yeah, I almost had it, and that's that's what gets me. Yeah. Well, and like that's that's mostly why I kind of like brought that up because you made me think about that. I'm just like, okay, like there, like you said, there's a character jump, and mm-hmm. for a less, or not a less weeby audience, but a more casual audience, it's going to be a lot more di- like a lot more difficult for people to get invested in some. Not that you have to get invested in some of these characters, but to like even get invested in the show because you don't know who half the cast is. I think that is definitely that is a show coming with only being twelve cores, right? However, my counterpoint is like the fact that it was twelve cores means that it was really high. It was well produced for me, right? Um, mm-hmm. We didn't have to worry about where did I say twelve cores? Yes, he did. Goodness, yeah. twelve episodes. We got you, <laughs> but like we we kind of had like a good cutting off point, right? We kind of mm-hmm. have like if like next season is also twelve episodes. I kind of have an idea where they might cut off for next season, which would be fucking fantastic if it goes to mm-hmm. that point, right? And yeah, like like uh, Ian said, right? Next season, we kind of like get who the main emotional linchpin of the season will be, and I think it's going to be done really well. Uh, Kamana is going to be explored more. That's all I'm going to say because, you know, don't want to say spoilers. Yeah, there's like only a handful of new characters, I think, too. Like for the most part, like the main cast is kind of set at the like everybody that we have at the end of season one is more or less the main cast for season two. So there's nothing. Yeah, you have I to mean, like, about, like another eight characters getting added. The minor spoiler going forward is that they announced the cast for season two at the end of season one. Not that that's a huge spoiler, but it's like, hey, they introduced all these characters on the last episode of the season. Like, I don't know what else like someone would kind of expect out of that but yeah it's just yeah here's all these new characters and it's like okay we're fighting beside them okay well what's what's gonna come next you know oh you mean like shark boy and beam and and the angel and the the angel devil devil. to be honest the most disappointing thing i saw in that was that angel devil i do not like that concept. oh i know people that would fight you for saying that i don't give a shit (laughs) i think it's dumb as hell I think you're dumb as hell. That's <laughs> not true. I love you. Devils in this world generate power from the fear that's generated from their names. So the reason Denji keeps getting more powerful is because he's generating fear because nobody wants to get fucked up by a chainsaw. Do not but, say anything, Jordan. I'm not, but I, no, I have a counterpoint. It's not a spoiler. Carry but on. He, what? Who's afraid of angels? I guess. Have you because, seen like, the Genesis, brother? Yeah, right? My yeah, brother is Christ. Have you oh, seen you, wait, so, so 
My brother cracks. Evangelion. Well, he's ice. not even biblically accurate. He's just got the wings. But he's still. People are still scared of angels. <laughs> so you tell me that even <laughs> is Evangelion. Uh, is that it's canon added. in this world? See, okay, in Japan, because if it is, is why it wouldn't be. Because here's, if it is, that would be that I take. I take back everything I said. <laughs> here <laughs> is. Like, oh, by the way, everybody's really watched this movie and they are terrified of it. <laughs> That's, Everybody's that's got I'm a little with. bit of Shinji blood in them, so they're that's just like canon now. That's <laughs> everyone's scared of angels someone, because of Neon Genesis. All right. You know what, guys? I'm wrong. Someone walked out of the I'm cinema wrong. just like after watching Neon. They're like, "That was some freaky shit, my guy." Let's see some white wings. Like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> oh Could you shit! Imagine if it was like a biblically accurate angel, and he was just like eyeballs spinning around on a ring. In the rank, like twenty, cool as hell. and then he's just like that would be really Christ. cool. Like, it would be really cool because like Dude. Shark Boy's entire head just turns into a shark, and that was awesome. And then they're no like spent. they cut to him, and I'm like, oh, it's a dude with wings. Cool. Okay, wait, 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 wait. But then and a halo. There's also and a halo. The spider devil. I don't. The know spider why. lady. I don't mind the spider lady. She's I think cool. she's she's very gross and cool, <laughs> and I'm super into it. I think legs. the best part is that her legs are human. Like they look like fleshy, yeah. and that freaks me out more. Yep. Yeah, ten of ten. That's why she's not even getting mentioned. She's good. I like her. Her design I, makes me uncomfortable, and I think that's how I should feel about that. I genuinely think we could do a whole episode on devil designs because they are out of this world. I don't know if we, we should get into really like get manga into spoilers at that point. I think because I think so too. Maybe um, like towards the maybe we do an episode of just the manga with like yeah, talking I mean, double designs, but like um, still like even in the first season, just like wow, like the worm devil or uh, whatever it was, leech, leech devil, the leech devil, her weird God. saggy nips, her little good yeah, little lord, <laughs> nightmare yeah. fuel. I yeah. loved it, yeah. especially because like, like the first devil you get is the bat devil, and it looks kind of like yeah. Uh, first, the first devil you get is the zombie devil. No, tomato yep. devil. Tomato, tomato true, devil. true, tomato but it, devil. They tomato, really work zombie. you up, right? Like you go tomato. Yeah, like you said, tomato zombie. Zombie's kind of fucked up, but it's like you see cool. kind of in the dark. Zombie's cool. Manga then you get the bat we, we devil. We skip over the, the the muscle devil. Muscle devil does come after the zombie devil in the manga. I, I don't I have to look up the muscle devil. devil. That was chapter two, which they they excised a lot of. There was the devil attack at the. Uh, road stop stand they completely cut it that was a one of my other complaints about the season was they cut that out which i get it it's for pacing reasons but i it's still like a cool little little devil oh, yeah. yeah 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 i, and I don't remember had, this they all show up though because they had like the flashback of the dad with his daughter saying like oh yeah this guy from public devil like saved us it's like well no he didn't like <laughs> yeah no they cut that it didn't happen <laughs> yeah, yeah like but the way the show progresses it though it's like we have like a minor devil, like very minor devil with the tomato. Um, the zombie devil is a little bit more serious, and that's where Denji really pops off. And then we get well, the, the, the bat zombie devil. devil kills Denji. Like it's yeah, yeah. literally like literally kills Denji. Kills yeah, and it's like okay, Denji has to like that's where the the turning point becomes where Denji gets like more powerful. Um, and then you get the bat devil, which is also a little bit more tame. And then the Super. leech devil comes around and is like. Like, because all the other ones had talked to Denji from like these weird perspectives, but the Leech Devil's like, "You killed my boyfriend! What the hell?" Yeah. And like, looks terrifying, has no eyes, and just messes him up. 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is where devils are going. Like, devils are going completely out of the ballpark. Because the then we get, devil. like, the ghost devil, too. Which is, like, Wait, walking hands with a flower neck and, like, a lady head with her eyes sewn shut who only no, sees fear. I think the ghost devil es- escalated because the ghost devil, you just see a hand at first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get yep. the full ghost devil. Yeah. Ghost devil was also very cool. Yeah. One of, um, just okay. as an aside, while we're talking about the ghost devil... One uh, thing that, again, talking about Mappa, just going the extra mile with the adaptation and how I'm obsessed with Himeno, um, the flashback to where Aki meets Himeno. So in the manga, she's just got the arm in the sling. Uh, and then the show, this is because you can tell by the fresh bandage on her eye, this is right after she's made the contract with the ghost devil. So she's just given up her eye to get the right hand of the ghost devil. And the way that they've animated it, she has her... Um, one arm in the sling, she has her other arm at her side, and then the sleeve is just kind of blowing in the wind, so it kind of like looks like she has three hands. Yeah. Because she does. She's got the ghost hand. Just yeah. Nice little detail. That's all. Hyperfixate. I think a little it's bit. also very interesting that she gave up her eye to the ghost devil because the ghost devil can't see. Well, possibly, yeah. yeah. I hadn't yeah. considered that. It's just like a, like it was a little thing. I don't know if that's actually like I'm... Intentional, but another thing that Studio Mappa did really well is like the animation of the snake devil like appearing, yeah, even the ghost devil and then disappearing. Well, even like even like the because even Cone when they call the fox devil, like same deal, yeah, Cone. Uh, snake devil, I absolutely loved the way that it disappeared without any sound, yeah, yeah, like with the fox devil, it like came in and did damage, but snake devil was like in, eat, gone. Yeah. In exchange for her fingernail. And it's like, holy shit, like you got yourself a good deal on that one. Holy smokes. I mean she had a terrible deal with the gun devil. Yeah. Yeah. Because like what she died like she was like if she failed on her mission, she would just die. Yeah, so we don't know. We no, don't no, we no. don't really know. It's just true, we this conjecture. Because like that's why Which is another quote unquote Malcolm like. told us. Yeah. 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 God. Uh Okay, I don't know, we got a on. whole lot more to say about Chainsaw Man. Future Devil. Future Devil was funny. Was I love Future like Rules. Oh my god. So I gotta funny. watch that scene with him again real quick, because there's a I, line. Like, you guys go ahead, I want to find so this scene. There's a line he says that made me laugh so hard. Like, he's just... He, he's designed... He's silly. He's, like, the way he's put in a place. Everything about him screams like, this has to be taken serious. It's just like future devil rules. The line that Jordan's looking for is where he Uh, says your your death is gonna fucking rule. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna live inside your eye because your death is gonna fucking rule. He doesn't (laughs) even want anything. It's like this is gonna be awesome. I just want to see you die, and it's like holy shit. (laughs) Future devil. He's funny though. Yeah. Like he's he also just says like you've got a real shitty attitude, man, to Aki. Like he's imprisoned. He's the future (laughs) devil. He's just chilling. Yeah. But I guess when you can see the future, you know exactly how long you're going to be in there. It probably makes it a little easier to reconcile that you're only going to be in jail for until you know that this guy comes along and he's going to die this sweet death you get to watch, I guess. Gonna, I don't know. He's going to yeah. have first eye due to how this fuck is going to die. He's like, let's yeah. go. I also like that they, the devils are just like so varied in personalities. And it's, yeah. that's, the real, that's the real kicker. Just like... Man, it's so good. It was a lot of fun. It is yeah, fun. like, yeah. Because, like, you you kind of interact with a handful of devils. Like, not 
in depth, but like, okay, Zombie Devil's like this little fucking coward. Tomato Devil is kind of like primal, like it's like a beast. Future Devil's just this goofy guy. Yeah, while Aki Aki has his head inside his stomach, he's looking at his future, he's like dancing at the same time. And it's like, what is going on here? Like, it's supposed to be this serious scene, and the future devil clearly doesn't care. I think, and why should he? As what tree makes Chainsaw Man both the manga and this adaption so fun because it takes these moments that's supposed to be serious, makes them funny, takes funny moments, makes them serious. It, It has. Mappa had a, like a couple of scenes of Aki just getting ready for his day, and it's probably one of the best animals yeah. I've seen all year. Yeah, and he's just making coffee and reading a newspaper. I have a friend of mine is like one of uh, her favorite things is any sort of like scene of Aki being domestic, and it was I remember watching that episode and be like, oh boy, they're gonna love this, like. <laughs> Aki being domestic, I love it. That's like such a good way to put it too, because he's yeah. like literally like caring for them. Yeah, he's doing the laundry. He's making coffee. He's reading his paper, having a smoke. Having his morning cigarette. Like, yeah, it's just doing like regular guys. And I love like that serenity, segueing into like power kicking the door in and being like, oh, oh, I fucking <laughs> I adored. I fire is his power was fantastic. It was everything. I, with him. It was yeah, great. I love when. It's just like she comes in through the door. She's like, what does she want? Power! And it's like, I, like she literally comes through the door screaming, I am power. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's the first scene we get with her. Prostrate like, humans. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, what do you mean I have to flush the toilet? Like, <laughs> flush the toilet? Yeah. And then, like, then she's in there cleaning it. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> I love power. I thought power She's was so, so funny. Just like, I, I love another like little power and Denji moment that I absolutely adored is like uh, Aki bribing them with gum to make them be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like he gives them gum and one of them is like high sensei. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Sir. Senpai. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And they just look so dejected when they do it too. They're like fine like okay but it's like okay well you did it anyway so aki clearly does not care yeah power like bragging about her iq and just like, constantly upping the number like <laughs> yeah What's it? oh IQ? man it's the highest in the world it's like yeah i think my iq is like 100 well mine's 500 and that's partially <laughs> like why i like that final ed so much because the final ed is basically them just being high, again like i said it's it's hayakawa family vibes right like and yeah. that's like i enjoyed that with the zudo mayo ed I enjoyed that with um, kind of like that half of the uh, Maximum the Hormone ED yep. that had them just walking around together. And then, yeah, the last one was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It, that one flowed really well into the show, too, which was nice. Because yes, they had some yeah. stuff after. Oh, uh, and then like them showing Aki smoking this Easy Revenge cigarette, too. Because I remember like when they showed that earlier, and I was like, I knew like it didn't happen in the manga. And I remember I was watching it with somebody at the time, and I said... I swear to God, if if they make him smoke this cigarette, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. <laughs> and then the end of the episode, it's I'm like Andre the Giant, like no, 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 don't do it. <sighs> oh, that's good. I fucking love this show. It's so good. Oh, it's great. Was, did everybody? What was everybody's like? Kind of one favorite moment from the show? Mouth puke. <laughs> you. God, that's good. dude, that, that was my favorite scene in the manga. Like, it's like I feel so bad for Denji, but holy smokes, is it funny? I'd be curious to see if the Blu-ray comes out if it's a uh, uncensored. I, my, I don't oh, think my sister-in-law came over to my house that that moment, and like her 
her and Meg were gonna have like a talk about something, and as they're walking in, I see it's about to happen, and like I get to the her, I'm like pause it, I'm like okay, you guys should leave the room now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching, I'm finishing this scene, and it's gonna be gross, but you guys aren't gonna like it. I so. liked in the ED of that episode the Technicolor puke in the mouth <laughs> during the yeah. chorus for the song. <laughs> it's it's so funny. It's like I was like I have to watch that episode specifically like at my desk. Because I was watching the latest JoJo that came out, and like Lex was in the living room, and she made notes. She's like, "Oh man, this is like gross." Because it's it's pretty gory, like for a JoJo even. But like, I'm like, okay, like if she sees like a woman puke into a boy's mouth, like she'll ne- there's no chance I ever get her to watch it. And, and him swallowing it, yeah, <laughs> and getting drunk because of it. He's, he like, swallows I- it because he doesn't waste a meal. I was like yeah. bro if you put anything remotely nutritious in Denji's <laughs> mouth, mouth he'll, he'll, he'll eat, eat it, it. I'm like, what cause the like fuck? and uh, then and then the worst part is no the best part the little cut to him is seen as him as a kid broke his shit no money and he's going through the garbage and you're like I get it oh yeah like like, you, like get that like vibe as well like showing it like again what I was saying about Denji connecting with other people is that by the time the drinking party rolls around power already knows that about denji that he'll just eat anything that's remotely nutritious because she knows it's gonna happen she knows he's gonna swallow the puke yeah i think like that scene is one of my favorites in the whole series so far too because at one point like they're all drinking and in the i don't know i don't i can't remember if they put it into the actual show but in the manga they're like denji you can't drink you're not 18 and it just comes to a panel of him yeah and it's like it's tea Okay. And it's like, Denji, you're such a fucking goon. Like, the guy literally is killing people, like, but he won't drink alcohol underage. It's like, it seems like such a weird, like, moral line in the sand, but it's just, like, another way to be like, yeah, that's the fucking Denji you get, I guess. Like, oh. I know, like, there's some scenes I absolutely love, but, you know, I can't say, because spoilers for later in the manga. No, no, just like in in like the anime, like of the twelve episodes we saw, what was your favorite moment? I can't say because spoilers, because it's context for later in the manga. But ah, uh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, you, you can damn it to me. Yeah, okay. yeah. But like, it's a moment where I was like, "Did this person do that in the manga? Go look at the manga. They did. How did I fucking miss this the first time around? Oh, there, there's a lot of that. Like when I did a reread. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I guess like non-spoiler moment is definitely the trade scene with the bags. This just that whole scene. It's just so well done. That's my favorite. Yeah. Place. Donuts. Operation Super Smart. Nice. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Very good right pick. Be- um, right before that, yeah, I've just. <laughs> that's what I gotta that. do, and just have ready to go to like some fake glasses, so I can be like, it's Operation Super Smart. Put the glasses on, tuck in my shirt wherever <laughs> I am, and roll with it. It just felt like such a D and D character moment too, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, this is call. so. I was just like, Gan, I think I ranted about this to Uchi for a little while, about how funny it was to me. Or I talked about it in the disc I talked about it in the thread on Discord, about how it's just like, this is just some dumb shit that I love. It's I'm incredible. Gonna, I'm going to kind of cheat with my answer, because I, I'm going to pick like a, an, a video moment and an audio moment. And I think like my visual moment that I loved the most was uh, the first time you kind of see Aki and Himeno interacting. And they're on the fish, and then Himeno looks at Aki, and you get this nice, like, 
gorgeous close-up shot of her eye and all you can see reflected in her pupil is aki i love that really yeah um and then i think like my audio moment that i loved was during the flashback uh with aki and himeno where um her old buddy's girlfriend slaps her and aki sticks the gum on her um coat you have that moment with the score where uh kind of the second and it's it kind of like imply because you can kind of like infer that that's maybe when Himeno started crushing on Aki but Kensuke Ushio's score implements a heartbeat into the soundtrack and the heartbeat starts hitting the moment that kind of like Aki says oh yeah I stuck gum on her and I just like adored that yeah that's fair I like the way that you kind of split that up yeah because uh, like yeah you could definitely like make cases for multiple scenes like that but just so many I think I think that's unless we got like a lot more to say. I, I mean, I know I have a lot more to say about Chainsaw Man, but I'm I'm starting to wonder how how long we can gush for before it's like mm. you got to reel me in, or I'll start talking about like framing of hockey, you know, and foreground, background splits, and nerdy stuff like that. No one wants uh, to hear me. If you would like that. to come see the Chainsaw Man Zoo, it's literally just we're gonna put a microphone in front of Ian and tell him to talk about the whole series minute by minute. Uh, this will be a six-hour live stream, and Ian will not stop talking once. The Lisa Simpson meme with like the presentation or whatever. Yeah, but it's just like a mil. Like I could, I get like this isn't like an ad. I find it incredible, but like yeah, Ian, like you could talk about Chainsaw Man for hours and I, hours and hours. I and I, and I have, and I, I feel like yeah. I have. <laughs> that, like not to say anything. Like not to. I guess we we literally all have now talked about Chainsaw Man for multiple hours. Yeah. And I want to save some some goodies, two. you know. Yeah, because especially with three of us being manga readers, it's like okay, like we can cover detail, 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 detail. But I just don't want to like. I, I already got close to spoiling a couple of times. So I'm like, ah, hang on. Like wait a bit. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that'll be a wrap for us on uh, the goaded chainsaw man. So everyone, go and rate that. A nine plus or as uh, our friend guild by night glide by night i don't know why i said guild glide by night does he rated it a smiley face on analyst <laughs> yeah i can do this fucking smiley yeah face i forgot like i saw a couple rankings it's like 10 for me nine point something for uchi nine point something for another friend of mine and then just glide by night smiley face <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> uh yeah i like that version of recording it's like good man bad Sure. I gotta convert to analyst now. Dang it! Yeah, it, you can carry your stuff over. It's pretty. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty simple. It? Yeah, you just anyway. Get, like, a nice anyway, put your stuff on analyst. This is brought to you by Jordan's Bizarre Cotton Pet. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. Nailed it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. I actually Bye. know if that's the end. I rushed that pretty hard, but. Banjo ne tatte tasche, che le toghe a